Hello once again, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, of course, a shout out to our sponsors who help us bring the show to you for free each and every week on whichever platform you choose to listen. Thanks to Pollyanna DIY. They make amazing, amazing enamel pins as well as all sorts of other merchandise. So make sure you check out Polly and a DIY. They can do custom things for you. E-amazing. E is E-amazing. for... E-amazing. They sell them on the internet. E- That's true. E is for enamel. Yeah, there you go. Can't stop, won't stop making the enamel pins. Perfect. Uh, also, thanks to Angelo's Pizza. We have their pizza at our live events. If you want to try more than just the cheese or pepperoni or one of their other delicious dishes, check out the award-winning it's Angelo's Pizza... Thank you. On Madison Avenue in beautiful Lakewood, Ohio. And of course, thanks to our, I guess, what would we call them? Streaming and video partners, Smartmark Video. Now slash. Slash IWTV. The merge has happened. You can sign up still using uh, the code absolute at independentwrestling.tv and watch some AIW archives, but also... Start your free trial. Start your free trial. But also coming up on independentwrestling.tv is AIW streaming live February 7th from the Odeon in downtown Cleveland. So check it out there. Then you could buy it after the fact if you really loved it at Smartmark Video on DVD as well as MP4. All of our latest shows, I believe, are on there. Maybe not too, uh, maybe it's too cold outside. That's that's the one we're waiting on. That's it. Everything else is there, including uh, an amazing Hell on Earth which had an incredible uh, attendance. Uh, I don't know if I want to say record, but it was great. Awesome time there. Probably pretty close. Yeah. What's up there? With that, we get into this week's episode. We are joined by Alex Worldwide Keller. Worldwide. Who uh, already strutting in his sweatpants, hoping to join Faye Jackson's Battle Royal. Uh, I'm not the member of Weird World for that one. All cop to that. Fair enough. Uh, also joined by the... Six-figure man, the Golden Boot Haas Division champion, manager of the Bitcoin Boys. Is he a seven-figure man for the Duke. Jackson's Battle Royal? No, I am not, and I am back from the dead, and we'll probably get into that shortly. We happy will. to have you here. Yeah, we're happy that you're still here. Uh, and of course, as always, AIW owner John Thorne, and my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. And uh, we just, you know, we got some catching up to do here. The, we can moderate some shorts right now. Yeah. Heat wave, Duke's rocking him. He is. Yeah, well, it's a beautiful. Uh, I, do my, I do have my gray shorts on. I don't know if that counts. I don't, I don't know for Faye Jackson. I'm not know, sure. It's like 50 degrees out today. I think. No, not today. Uh, no, I think we're in, that, we're in we're in the AIW studios and not outside. That's yeah. You can wear the shorts here, as always. Well, let's talk about this, Duke. Because uh, all right, you didn't you didn't make it to <laughs> maybe it's too cold yeah, outside. I know, I know a lot of people are probably waiting for us to review, do some of the reviews, but That's let's coming. just let's just riff a little bit today, I guess. Yeah. We haven't seen the Duke in uh, a long time. Oh, I saw I saw the Duke. He finally you did. Yeah, he, he finally uh, got out of the house the other day. And, uh, and was where, feel- where was the first place I went when I got out of the house? The casino. You goddamn right. And uh, how'd you do? Uh, I did average. I lost about a thousand bucks. My hot streak keeps going. Today, actually, what I put I went to put these pants on. You know, because I wore them to the casino. I found a twenty five dollar chip. I didn't. Oh, I for, chip! All right. I, I for, won two dollars on a two dollar scratch off today. Well, four dollars. My hot so. streak. Look at my, you. My we're getting, hot well, streak. We're get, we, see, that's part of the portfolio for Tampa is to go to the casino and just try to make as much money as. I was trying to win my flight, and I think I, I'm. Cl- I was close. Close. I'm close to to winning my flight. So mm. good. Well, I'm glad I could help. 
Yeah. I mean, I've the last few times I went to the casino were atrocious. So yeah, well, uh, this apparently was... you got to go with me because then I absorb all the negative energy. And then... you left actually. After you left, I was there for hours longer. Really? I didn't leave until probably like 5 p.m. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had to go watch football, so I had to, I had to go there. watch football. Well, I was meeting yeah. a f- another friend of mine at uh, Corner Alley. So, what yeah. football is happening right now? Nothing right now. Uh, it was right. playoff football. Ah. Uh, NFL, NFL. I don't care. I can't burn a couch for some NFL, other NFL playoffs. Still one more round until uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I, I was on lockdown for like five weeks, and so the first thing I did when I decided to go out was go to the casino, have a couple double Johnny Walkers, play some, uh, play some cards. How's the price on those Johnny Walkers compared to uh, hilarity? Sixteen bucks for black for a double, which That's isn't too bad. Isn't terrible. That sounds about right. Yeah, sixteen. It's for like a twelve or thirteen at a ra- at a normal bar um, for a double. Uh, so there's sixteen there. So that's not bad. Um, I asked her if she had anything better, and she's like, "Well, not down here. You got to go to the VIP." She's like, "I will go get you a bottle of blue if you're going to be here for a while." And I said, "No, that's okay. Let me see how I do first because that's a little more expensive." But how are you not in the VIP yet? You don't go there now. I, I, th- that's the you second. Really don't. That you, is the second time I've been downtown to the yeah. casino. I don't go downtown very much because I'd rather go to the MGM places so I can get more points on my cards. Sure. And stuff. But uh, it's fine. I mean, I, I went. I got there at like ten thirty in the morning on Sunday, mm. so it wasn't super crowded, and I was able to sit down and play. And uh, Thorne and I had a couple of drinks and talked about how great the wrestling business is and yeah we're just you know catch I was catching Duke up he's yeah. been he's been uh incapacitated for yeah. weeks yeah. do you want to do you want to tell people what was going on yeah sure i mean i'll i'll try to give you the, as short a version as possible but uh so about a week before thanksgiving i think the monday before thanksgiving i get i start getting this cough and i was like oh crap i'm getting sick so i was like Told work, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay home one day. I'm just gonna stay in bed and see if I can kick it." So I did that, and it just kept coming. And the Friday morning before Thanksgiving, I, w- I woke up and I started coughing. And next thing I know, I woke up laying down on my bed. What had happened was I passed out because I was coughing so hard, knocked my head against my my dresser, and knocked myself backwards. Wow. So I was like, "Oh, that's kind of fucked up." So I didn't think anything of it because it didn't happen again for like 10 days. But then like the 1st of December, it started happening like two or three times a day. And I wasn't ready for it. So I was falling in my in my bedroom. I was banging my face. I don't know if you guys remember the... Yeah, I remember that picture. The, I saw the, the picture, picture that you posted. On Twitter. Yeah. I was banging my face off my bed frame and my dresser. I had two black eyes. I had bl- blood... Uh, my corneas were bruised. They were full of blood. Not the way you want to hit the head on the headboard. No, no, no. Yeah. And I mean, I was falling in the bed. One actually, one time, actually, recently, I actually fell out of the shower. I was take I was taking a shower, and I was just kind of standing there, and I fell backwards, passing out, and I went through the curtain and landed up. On I was the, about to ask you a curtain or like yeah, a glass no, door. I had a, luckily I had a curtain. I went right through the curtain and woke up on the floor. But so anyway, long and short of it is, I kept doing this. So I went to go to went to a doctor. Uh, I went to a. Uh, I went to the doctor. That was the only, and he was like, "I don't really know what's going on." Gave me a couple things, and the doctors I, never seem to know what's going on. Well, they're like, "Okay, so then, <laughs> so then I go to I go to work on the ninth, and I pass out at work, bang my head on my desk, fall down in my office." Wow. They hear it. They call the squad. So the squad comes, and 
insight to my life. My mother works for the city of Westlake, so she uh, at the fire station, so she knows everybody in the squad. So when the squad comes and picks me up, she knows about it. They already alerted her. Yeah, so she's like, you know, I, there's no way I'm not going to the hospital. So I got to go to the hospital. So I spend two days in the hospital. They give me uh, MR or not MRIs. They give me CAT scans with dye. They give me echocardiograms. I'm wearing a heart monitor. I got ultrasounds on my carotid arteries. I got all this shit going on. Basically, every time they do something, they come back and go, it isn't that. We don't know what's... So my heart is fine. My lungs are fine. Everything's fine. Um, they tried to give me an MRI, and they had to They had to immobilize my... It's, it's the old tube MRI. You scared know? of that tube? Well, here's what happened. Uh, they locked my head in, in place, and they're pushing me back in, and that wasn't good enough for them to just lock my head there. They had to put like a saw torture mask on top of my face like a bondage mask like a catcher's mask but of made of like metal oh. and they clamped it into the side so i couldn't move my head and i'm like wheeled in this thing and i can't see anybody and i'm like what if these people leave i can't get out of here like <laughs> i'm gonna die in here so i i lasted about five minutes in there i had to squeeze the, the panic button to get me out of there so Long long story short of that, I was in the hospital for two days. Nothing is wrong. I talked to seven doctors while I was in there. They're like, we don't know what the problem is. So I just I just kept telling them all to make sure they spell my name right when they wrote me up in the journal and to start calling me patient zero if they couldn't figure out if you know if they just name it after me, whatever it is. And so they're like, There's nothing else we can do. So they let me out. I couldn't drive. I couldn't really do much of anything. I went to work and went home. That was all I did. On the weekends I stayed home all the time, did nothing. Uh, just living with Ducanitis. Yeah, it was me and my cat. I was gonna say quality time with Agent Orange. Yeah, and but it was still happening at home. Like, and I, but at that point, I was trying to like when I'd start doing it, I'd lay down, I'd kneel down, so I wouldn't fall. And uh, something happened last Saturday. I hadn't passed out for a couple of days, and something happened. So last, the passing out was continuously happening. It slowed while, the while cough, coughing. The cough slowed down once once it once it was the New Year. The cough slowed down, so the passing out slowed down. It was about once every two and a half days I was doing it. That's a lot still. But it was still a lot of passing out. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> compared to four times a day, it was it was it was it was a pleasure. And I was waking up in the middle of the night and having like half an hour long coughing fits. Wow. And yeah, it was it sucked. And something happened Saturday where I was watching TV and I just felt something in my nose and in my throat that just kind of like let go and it like I don't know if something popped or something drained or what, but something happened on Saturday where I don't, I didn't feel like I did before where I could feel it in my throat. I could feel the cough. I could feel myself about to pass out or that it was going to come. I haven't felt that way since Sunday. It hasn't happened since Sunday. I don't really cough much anymore. So I don't know if it's because I went to an ear, nose, and throat person and they gave me antibiotics and I'm doing like a saline rinse and all this other bullshit mm. and. What's so eight? something eventually finally worked. So I think on? right here, what you have is a business opportunity. You have to set up a charitable foundation, gamble for the cure. You can just set up like some nice little uh, charity gambling uh, halls. You keep it all for research. You know, I well, I'll, I'll have to think about that. Nonprofit? I don't have as much spare time anymore. I had plenty of spare time uh, a few weeks ago. But yeah, so. I drove uh, the other day. Everything was fine. Uh, I guess I haven't, I haven't checked on you to make sure you made it home okay. Yeah, I know that's true. He did text me uh, well, uh, that night, but uh, I think everything's fine now. Because like I was never sick, like I never had bronchitis or pneumonia or anything like that. It was just 
something was irritating me to the point of, you know, and I would cough so hard that my heart would just, my heart wouldn't stop, but my body would shut down because well, I couldn't get oxygen. I was going to say, you weren't getting, yeah, you weren't getting enough and oxygen. And so my brain, my body would just shut down. And I was only out for like seconds every time. Like I would, if I was watching a TV show or like sometimes I'd have Raw on and it, you know, it was like a two minute TV match. I'd go down and I'd come back and it was still on. Yeah. So I was, only, I was to out. To be fair, plenty of people are falling asleep during Raw. Well, yeah. true. But I was only out for like five seconds at a time and I would come right back. What was Agent Orange thinking during all this? He actually, I, I feel bad for him because every time I was having the big coughing jags, he would, like, he was always laying on top of me, you know, next to me or on top of me in bed or whatever. And I'd start coughing and he'd run and hide behind the couch and he'd hide for like three hours. And then he would come out, like, is it okay? And then I'd start doing it again and he'd run back. And so I felt bad for him, but we, he got over it, I think. Poor guy. Well, we're glad that you're better. We're glad that you're here doing and uh, and doing well. Uh, I mean, you haven't passed out yet. You haven't yeah, passed I mean, out yet. According to all the tests, you're I not had, sitting here coughing. With, that was a long-winded. Uh, yeah, it was speaking with the, with the exception of of shockingly high cholesterol. Apparently, I'm I'm the picture of health. So, after all the tests, I had. is it shocking? It's. It's I'm, shocking. Was supposed to be sarcastic. It, uh, it's high, but it's no surprise to any. Shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. I was surprised that I had. Uh, I think I had like yeah, doctor recently, and I had still fucking have really good cholesterol. What, are, what are you? Uh, what are you wearing right now? What is this T-shirt? I've just uh, noticed. Don't even get him going. I'm sorry. Don't I, even get him going. I did have to tell Horn, Hornswoggle. He actually texted me the morning of uh, baby's cold outside, and I told him I couldn't. I couldn't go, and he was he was crushed. But I crushed him even further by telling him that I did not have diabetes. It was official because he enjoys telling me how, asking me how my betus is doing all the time. He, he wasn't even at, baby, it's too cold outside. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was in the ICP yeah, segment. Oh, that, that's right. I, I for his, some reason, his I had everything. Was, he didn't get there until after the show had that's, almost that's started. Happened. Yeah, we didn't see yeah, him yeah, earlier on in the day. Kept on getting delayed. Yeah, so, that's right. Non-betus. And I ruined I ruined his day even further. So he's a mean little guy, huh? He is mean. Yeah, what little shithead ones. Wouldn't you be us? mean if you were all tiny and had to like ask people to get stuff off shelves and you know? <laughs> yeah, I think a quote I heard from a midget once. Uh, I think David Lee Roth. He had like an entourage of midgets in the eighties. He had like a security team that were all midgets that he'd have around with him. They were all in his, weren't they in his videos? And stuff? Yeah, yeah. But he always kept them around. They were like his security squad. And what, he's like, yeah. One day I asked uh, one of the midgets like. Hey man, what's it like being a little dude? And the guy's like, a bunch of assholes and elbows. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, yeah, so I'm sure Swaggle would agree. So can we uh, expect you to be there February 7th to. Because the Bitcoin boys have Des- a. Uh, despite the fact that I am not on the flyer, I've gotten used to that, I will be there. They've got quite the opportunity. I'm not in the match card. I shouldn't say flyer, I should say match well, card. Well, you're not participating. Because as we know, as I, d- I haven't listened to a lot of the podcasts since I've been gone, but I did hear a little blip of the one where Thorne made it a point to tell everybody that I don't draw anyone there, but I'm still over. Yeah, you don't draw them in. <laughs> Make him happy. <laughs> but he was so he was so adamant about it. I mean, you don't sell, no one's buying a ticket. Oh, sure. Because you're on the car. Ooh, they yeah. feel some Ooh. type of way after. He, he draws them in emotionally once he's there. Oh, he's. I mean, you know, they they like the other stuff there, and then they like to be mean to the Duke. It's like part of the experience. Uh, I, I don't wonder know about that. Do you think that uh, this episode will impact people's? No, I want people to be meaner to him. Oh no, they'll like. Yeah, they'll probably. The true test will be if Duke's out there ringside. They'll probably throw coughing. like Luden's Luden's drops at me or something, or I don't know. Duke starts coughing at ringside. We'll see how the fans uh, really uh, yeah. feel. Nobody's hopping the rail to catch me if I go down. Get so. hit in the head with a neti pot. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Thorn threw out some stuff here on on the, the Twitter. We get some questions popping up. On the app. Uh, That's what you call it, the app? It's barely a website, man. No one's going to this. You're, what are you? you're on your fucking app. You're on Isn't it an app? app I mean, I know you can it is, log it on. Is, what, it is who, an who app. Who the hell posts on Twitter on uh, their computer? That's the question I have, because apparently some people just are strictly on their desktop, and I'm like, you're a psycho. I can't imagine I sit in front of a computer all day, and I've never opened up Twitter on the desktop. You know, it's always I've, only, I've only done it in recent times to like upload a video clip to Twitter, because mm. I don't know how to do it for my phone. Mm. I always get stuck trying to do it on my phone. I can never, I can never get them on there. Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, I got that two minute twenty second. Uh, yeah, you got, it has to be two minutes and twenty yeah. seconds. Though I've seen some videos on Twitter go like five minutes. If you're verified, if you're, it's long. Yeah, ah. yeah. Uh, verified air. The first question comes for uh, comes from our friends over at Pod Van Dam. Why know when Ethan Page is returning to AIW? That is a good question. Um, One could, not for us. <laughs> I mean, it's been like it's been in the works for a while and it keeps kind of getting postponed because of He's impact well impact tapings you know like it, they just keep popping up on the dates that i gave them speaking of health issues yeah uh best wishes to him too He's, what's wrong with him he ended He's up having so some sort of bad, he stealing my thunder end up with some sort of uh, really bad flu situation kind of flu or something. something going on last week oh yeah. that's everybody's getting that was shitting I his pants like, yeah, before the pay-per-view oh yeah I saw, well yeah, he probably had food poisoning or something well that's what he thought and and then it turned out he got hospitalized well yeah didn't he, I, thought he, said he I thought he said he had food poisoning he thought that he did and then they, salmonella i thought he said it was that's what he thought then he got tested and had some sort of uh oh. Flu, according to his post, anyway. Rhinovirus? Yeah. The rhinovirus, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we don't uh, we don't have that answer as of yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know. The hope if we do, if we do, we're not giving it away on this podcast. Come well, on. Well, the people, like, people have to Come realize this. Like, what are you doing? What are you trying to get, free information? Come on. Like, people got to realize the majority of these, like, uh, of everybody at this point that has come through AIW that has, like, some tenure, I guess, in the industry is all flirting with or under some sort of contract at this point. And yeah, they're all doing well. It's they're like what tag champs and impact now. Yeah, so it's like tag champs for a long time. You know, there's nothing. Uh, well, this is a question that I actually, I actually got. Well, it wasn't technically delivered to me, but I was listening to Wrestling Cheers, I think, and they were like very confused about the contract situations of several different people. And, you know, because they did a poll where they wanted to know who gets a contract, but that's a very, by the end of, like, who in AIW is going to have a contract by the end of the year? But that's, but then they started saying, well, that's like, that can mean a lot of different things. And they didn't really understand. Yeah. What does that mean? What's what? So, uh, as of this point. That's just even like getting like more flexible by the day with like AEW and stuff. Well, that's, as of this point, if you sign to AEW or WWE, that's pretty much it. You're gone. Now I'm hearing rumblings that like AEW guys are going to be permitted to do more independence, but I've also, I haven't reached out to anybody really because, you know, it's just like, who, who, who are we going to get, you know, and like for what? And uh, I assume that those fees have gone up quite a bit yeah you imagine aew gets a cut from doing that at this i mean point. i don't th- i don't know honestly i mean I, I well even if they don't your your price is going up i mean right. if, if you've signed a contract yeah you know so 
just for, I, I guess, like explanation, we'll say WWE and AEW guys are pretty much off off the market. Ring of Honor guys were too. Ring of Honor guys also, for the most part, are off are off the market, but there are some contracts that allow independence. Like it's very rare, and I'm hearing that that is going to change going forward with some people. Um, but a lot of this is just kind of rumor and innuendo, uh, so to speak. Uh, MLW contracts are basically you can only appear on television for MLW, but you can book anywhere else. Uh, and that it's kind of the same thing with impact is it's kind of like a, a television deal, but you can continue to work independence as well. Is uh, it, is it, cause I know, uh, impact used to have the, you're not allowed to be on DVD. Like, DVD. Yeah. That's changed. You know, that was kind of like spike TV era impact, yeah. um, to where that, that has changed. And, you know, that's so many regimes ago, like as of now, it's pretty much, just like, hey, like you have to take our dates. So oh, it's not just TV. It's you, you must take our dates first over anything. And if you have a date and we offer you a date, you have to take our date. You know, so like if somebody is booked for AIW and then Impact or MLW was like, oh, we're running this day. They have to go do M- Impact or MLW, which, you know, the, it's we, been that way for a while, though. Yeah. I mean, that's. But, you know, some fans don't understand how how that whole thing works, um, you know, which is why Dom wasn't on the last Akron show because he signed with MLW and they had right. a show that day. Um, so it's it's ever changing. You know, it's it's come out, you know, like last week, Janela said that he's going to be working for GCW more. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, you know what I mean? But it's like I wouldn't get my hopes up if I was an AIW fan and I wanted to see some of these people back or on a regular basis. It's just the reality of that is, is not very realistic. Um, and I know a lot of people, you know, as soon as Janela was announced for uh GCW, like, when's he coming back? When's he coming back? AIW students messaging, like, when can I wrestle Janela? And it's <laughs> like, uh, I've not talked to him. Uh, I'm I assume, training first. Right. I assume that, uh, you know, GCW was where he would like to go first. You know, he's very connected to them. Right. So, you know, like, we're just kind of a stop along the way for a lot of these people. It's not like, you know, we're like the the homegrown team or whatever you want to say. So we just kind of got to see how things play out in 2020. And we're already, you know, what, three weeks in and things are starting to change already. So it's been a wild couple of weeks. It it has. And speaking of things changing, you know what has changed in twenty twenty is people ain't buying their fucking AIW tickets. We still have <laughs> we still have fucking front row tickets available. That has not happened in legit well, years. I mean, everyone's like fucking shit housed from uh bank wise fucking from goddamn Christmas. That has not happened in years. For, well that's for Florida or for our next show? For, for February seventh. February seventh. Yeah. Do you think uh you know That's why I take January off, you know? Yeah, yeah. you you sons of bitches. But we did discuss, so a long time ago we talked about, uh, as AEW was coming to light, how does this impact independence? I mean, that could impact the fact that they're coming to Cleveland. That could It's, it's the week well, before. Do you, do you think, to, to our discussion earlier, it was because I wasn't on the last show, so people thought maybe I wasn't going to be at this one, no. so they didn't buy tickets? Yeah, now, they might have said now that, that, now that I've announced that I will be there, ticket sales will boost. No. 
Uh, I don't. I hope they boost because maybe I'm a little nervous. Throw things at you. I mean, maybe uh, I don't know. Fritz von Erich and like Duke's health just goes up and down based on ticket sales. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like that. That's the one thing that has been most shocking in recent weeks. And I just like look at the Eventbrite app on my phone, and I'm just like, what is going on? You know, like the last two shows of the year were just like tickets were flying. You know, and I understand we have Kevin Ash and Insane Clown Posse, and there's not like the big. You know, meet and greet person at this show. Well, we just we just we had Adam it. Bomb and he canceled. We just you know. announced our huge meet and greet person. Oh, the Duke. The Duke is returned. <laughs> so, uh, five dollars for an autograph. Five. I gotta pay for, five dollars. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Five dollars for a photo opportunity, or the Duke will pay you. You heard for that. Both. Five. You get five dollars <laughs> wow. from the Duke. If you, you get five dollars for an autograph. That. You get five dollars. You get an autograph five dollar bill from the Duke <laughs> if you buy a ticket. <laughs> so yeah, that has me. That has me a little, uh, a little nervous right now as of this recording. You know, it's like uh, we did such a great job of not having very many uh, talk John Thorne off the ledge uh, podcasts in 2019. Yeah, there was and already. I mean, here we go in 2020. There was. I mean, it was a pretty good. You know, th- there was very few like things that were really like, holy shit, we gotta like make yeah. this happen. Stuff like things, things for the most part. You know, there were a few kind of like, I don't know, you know, how this is gonna go. Things, but they ended up working out very well. Uh, this one, you know, like I'm just like, sense like front row usually sells out week one. You know, and uh, it's we <laughs> we still have like. Close to fifty percent of the front row is still well, up. Do sale. you have do you have names of the people that have bought tickets already? Like, do they have to put their names when they buy the tickets online? I mean, I have so a is, name. Yeah. Would you like to call anybody out for not purchasing uh, their tickets? Not purchasing. I mean, I would. I need it because we know. I mean, the same people sit in the front row every show. I mean, I would need a. I would need a sheet comparison to see how it's been the last couple. You know, I don't know everybody's name in the front row. All right. I mean, there's there. Listen, there are title implications or title shot implications. I should say. Well, here's another thing. Okay, before you even go into that, a little rant. I, for better or for worse, cannot at least try to make things make sense somewhat going into Tampa and that could be to our detriment because we're trying to book stuff actually and book who gets the title matches in Tampa and those tickets could be a lot better too you know like uh, we had no competition last year and this year I think we have six events going against us in the same time slot yeah it's uh there's a lot going on there I man we might as well just just shut it down that's it. Turn it off. We're done. <laughs> We're going home. I thought that there. I thought that there would be. Around? I thought there would be way less shows in Florida, and it is double to triple what it was. Why and, would you think that yeah. though? I mean, based on the success of all, because the who East Coast, to to Florida, the East Coast is like there's independence growing on trees there. Yeah, but the fucking Florida also fucking has a pretty big fucking culture. And even if you but look in, back, it, the East Coast Indies uh, used to fucking like, I mean, Full Impact Pro, fucking ROH, fucking. Yeah, that's all indie. But all those. That's all indie. That is all. All those indies that you talk about are traveling to Florida. No, there's all sorts of new ones. Like, shows start on Tuesday this year. Easier to get to Florida from Texas. Was I know that, that much. Championship I think there's a couple Texas uh, promotions. Yeah, who the hell would want to go to Florida as opposed to New Jersey? Yeah. I did not think that there oh, would be. True. I would. I did not think that there would be as many shows in Florida. The travel sucks. 
for everybody. Travel does not look promising. I almost the Airbnb suck for everybody. I don't care about that because the accommodation. Go, like I said, if I go, it's going to be a, a half a day. And last year, I put myself in the hospital. I mean, this is the homecoming go, for so. me since I'm first generation Midwestern. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's uh well, yeah. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on in uh, 2020 so far with the tickets. You know, and like the, even the Akron show with Scott Hall, like front row sold out, but then it's just like. So there's a lot. There's a long way to go on all this stuff. So John we didn't, we, didn't re- we, we didn't realize that this was going to devolve into a stern talking to to the AIW yeah. fan base. Hey man, I but you know you, you know, tell like it is. I took January off for a reason, and I I don't know. You Come know, on, you, you lightweights, open up those wallets. Well, no, it's you know everyone's like <laughs> they want shows every weekend, and this is why we don't do shows every weekend. You know, like this is it's stressful. Uh, I did not think that we would still have front row tickets available for a show in two weeks. Uh, yeah. That never happens. So I'm hoping things pick up. You know, I'm I'm trying to and I'm trying to make some kind of big deal happen to where like we can get an attraction or some sort of signing person. Working on it. Uh, Tom but, Lawler versus Jeff Cobb to me is an attraction. I thought that that was like a for sure like this s- is Jeff sell tickets second time in AEW yeah, ever. Time. Uh, Jeff he is, was there for a very special night of mine, and he's been in under contract, not being able to do any yeah. independence outside of PWG. People have wanted us to bring him back for a long time. He became a free agent. Uh, you know, he's still working with Ring of Honor, but he's working without a contract, so he can take bookings. And I, I messaged him within minutes of seeing that news and locked it down. And I was like, "This is this is the match right here. Like this is this is the match." And you know, we sold some. We did sell some tickets off of that announcement, but that just shows you how fucking shitty the tickets were before that. The last time we saw Jeff Cobb in AIW, he wrestled was, at Tequila Jacks. It's Tequila Jacks, yeah. and it was, not, it was it was Tequila even, Jacks at the he time. He never even wrestled in Cleveland. It wasn't Music Links. Uh, what season of the Witch? Right, against Ray Rowe. Hell of a night. That's what, yeah, Worldwide made some memories that night. He sure did. Yeah, did Jeff Cobb had a laugh. It was a, Does he remember them? It was a oh, an yeah, alarm going off. Oh, that's the that car, the, yeah, the car yeah, alarm. Yeah, alarm, night. Car yeah, alarm. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Real heads know. I tell you what, I, I shouldn't have drank this fucking coffee so early in the morning here. Yeah, you're awfully you know, jittery. To here. be well, you're yeah. all business now. You got your haircut. You got your Starbucks. You're all corporate now. You're, you're, all you're, you're, you're yelling about the bottom line to everybody. Well, Who are you, Vince? It's tax season, and you're my tax guy. I got to get the bottom well, line moving. It has nothing to do with me. Well, I oh, guess since we already were talking, I've been using the Stash app too worldwide. Really? I have. Oh, wow. I, I got a lot of investments going in the Stash app. Oh yeah, what are you investing? Oh man, all kinds of weird stuff. All kinds of weird like funds and things like that. Like, Do you have Cash App? I oh, just yeah. finally downloaded that because I had to it's pay somebody for comedy. I don't know if it's better than Venmo, but Venmo doesn't work. For apparently, my bank, so. apparently you can do stocks in Cash App. Huh. It, yeah, it was a uh, my cash app is dollar sign tower skin for anyone asking. Uh, you know, Fim I'm dumb. I, I work out in the gym. <laughs> you know, four to six days a week. I got some like sweaty socks. You know, Hash- don't give this hashtag, fucking guy hashtag pay pig. Don't give this fucking guy any money. Buy some tickets. All right. Yeah. 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 Buy some tickets, and then also like <laughs> I said, you guys I got talking socks, about underwear. Uh, I guess talking about these apps. I, I have a broker. I don't know. I don't know what. what, what oh, I'm I not, am broker. I'm not doing stocks whatsoever. Yeah, I'm broker. Exactly. I got three hundred twenty-four dollars and fifty-seven cents in playing the market right now. How much are you? How's, how's, how's that going for you? I'm. Uh, What'd you start with? I'm plus three point three seven percent. Three point three seven. Yeah. So you're All up right. like fifty-eight cents. Yeah, man, whatever. Sure. Hey, every little bit helps. Well, yeah. since we're, we're... I'm up, brother. I'm up. Fucking tanks again. Fucking piece of shit. So, yeah, well, Some guy told me we need a market crash. 
Oh, we're coming. Well, we, we, we never need one, but we're due for one. He says, yeah, he, he says, we, he says, this guy I talked to, he says, you got to get right. You got to well, buy Jesus something. Paid. You got to buy something that you want to, uh, you don't need the money back for 15 years. He said, we really need a market crash. And I don't know what the fuck well, he's talking he, about. What he's talking about that is he wants a market crash. So all the prices drop, all the values drop. So then you flood them. You start buying everything because you know, it's going to go back up. Just like it, when it went down to 6,000, everybody went, holy shit. I lost everything, and now it's at almost twenty nine thousand again. So you, it it all comes back worldwide. You were saying the more you know. Oh yeah, uh, Juicy J well, was don't on steal Twitter my, a few my weeks ago. Juicy J, okay. no, Juicy J was like, "Hey, recession's coming. Who's save your Juicy, money." Who is Juicy J? Yeah, from I, the Three Six, Six Mafia, Mafia, a bunch of shit. Uh, okay, not Ventures in Hollywood, not yeah. Uso. That's Uso. No, no, no. I was afraid to ask. I thought maybe it was some dude. <laughs> people think that hangs a re- out at, now. That's class. people think a recession's coming if Trump gets reelected. But we're not even going to get into. Well, that. no, it's the fucking no. roaring twenties, baby. That we're heading for a real it. bad one. Well, since we work is like fucking. Hey, shit brother, now, I got it. There's all sorts of overvalued shit. I got an eight thousand dollar a year raise last year, so. Like I said, I got socks for sale, fucking undies, this, that. I can, like, work out in them. That's up to you. All right. Well, since we're right, already we're gonna, talking. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a paywall thing. Uh, yeah, oh, wait. How about, oh, That should be behind I'll a lot of walls. Today, you know, yeah. like, 900 numbers, how back in the day, like, they would, like, fucking, like, keep you, like, you wanted to you, hear this one piece of information. You want an NW 900 number? would talk like this and when keep you, you until you were like seven minutes deep yeah. in the call what if we did that with patreon where we're like we have this super hot information and then da, 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 and then fucking you opened up like the five dollar level and fucking blah 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 for the ten dollar fucking well, now you just told everybody level. the idea well not, yeah well but it, there is a level for 15 bucks people get all the announcements and ticket links early I think that's the main information that they want. Yeah. Well, we take it fucking even deeper and deeper until and we, all of a sudden people have spent $75 on Patreon and they don't know I, how. I, I did take... Just, just so you know, that business model doesn't really exist anymore with the with those numbers because they went away. So I don't know if we want to You know else do doesn't that. exist anymore and I've been thinking about it a lot? The Dodo? No, fucking... Oh. So, well, a you lot know, of animals now. There's like all sorts of like heat between like, you know, millennial Zoomers, fucking boomers, this, that. Fucking, you know who had it real easy? Fucking baby boomers when it came to robbing banks. You've yeah, said this I mean, before. I have said yeah. this before. All right, is, are, you, are you doing a bit? Are you doing a bit worldwide? Yeah. Yeah. I fucking really, I've heard, I've heard this from you before. Stand up comedy. Right, yeah, sure. Stop. Seems like worldwide he's, he's doing a bit. Yeah, Fuck. it's this is not an open mic worldwide. Yeah. It's a podcast. What is? No. Do you think you just got? <laughs> do you think you just got invited to sit down on the couch on Carson? This is my basement. Thanks. You've, done, I've, you've, you've said this. I watched Joker yesterday, man. I'm fucking feeling all sorts of ways. Well, worldwide, why don't you come over here? I was gonna take a seat. I was gonna say something, and oh, I did take some of the time off though in January, and I started. Getting back to work on some of the Patreon stuff and getting some of the extra podcasts up there, you know. I know I'd been saying that at the end of the year I was kind of slacking on it, so I'm getting back in the swing of things. I'm getting some stuff recorded. Do we have Do we have more views on uh, Worldwide's? Not a lot. Oh, the title match. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Push needle like we thought. It was. I don't know the production was worth it. You know. I think maybe we sold one extra. Uh, it was still a fun afternoon. However, I had a good got time. positive reviews from what I saw. I had a good time making the the, the trailer. If if I if I if I take, you gave everything away in the trailer though. I, take, I think that's what did it. If I, if no. I take if I take the Twitter reaction and transpose it into Rotten Tomatoes esque, it's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of eighty five percent fresh. I think that's pretty good. Well, we gotta get Meltzer to watch it so we can get the critic review. I don't think. I, don't I mean, Filthy Tom's in it, so you know. It's not completely out of question. My favorite part of making the trailer was was the end when it just says "Filthy <laughs> versus Worldwide," and you're screaming "Filthy." It would have been even better because we used the uh, original like uh, 19 what 54 Godzilla, yeah, Godzilla. theme. If we, which is fucking... why I couldn't monetize it on YouTube. <sighs> hey, talk more about lost money. That was 
per worldwide's request. You're just getting screwed left and right, aren't you? Fuck every which way, man. Okay. Back to the casino. Let's go. Oh, I got to keep my hot streak going. I'm doing pretty good. I'm ready to buy some more scratchy lotteries. Let's. I'm going oh. this weekend again, probably. But last, yeah, well, last time way, before tax season kicks. If in. I fucking did uh, repeat that bit, and I did, I'm realizing now it's because I'm drunk more often than not on this podcast, and I have a little mini mini announcement. You're having a kid? No, no. <laughs> that would be one. That'd be more than a mini. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I'm having a mini me. No. Well, fucking. Is it a surprise? There's a whole kid? other story with that, but uh, oh, well, there's no story. It's just you know my approach, but. Um, but no, yeah, I'm going on indefinite soft sauce sabbatical. That's good. It's true. I, he did come here today, and I said, "Worldwide, I don't know how much beer about, I have." Now, he let said, me ask you this: I question. don't need it. You say indefinite sauce sabbatical, and we all know what that means. I had one myself. I was yes. I hadn't had a drink for about a month, the whole month of December, and it sucked. But does that include other gimmicks? Does that include? Is it a substance sabbatical as well? No, uh, no, because I'm definitely gonna be smoking all the weed. Okay, and handily enough, I'm too broke for coke, so. All right, there you go. There you go. Just the weed. But um, put that on a shirt. I'm too broke for coke. You make millions. Uh, uh, the shirt I need to make. Uh, just I want one of those nice iron-on boys, and it says paint bowls and plug holes, and then uh, in parentheses shit a lot and fuck stuff. We know. Uh, I don't think anybody wants to buy that. No. <laughs> it's oh, a ringer. No, that's a good fucking life motto right we know, there. We know a guy that can make the shirt. I thought you were gonna though. say you're. I thought minimum you were of thirty. Your, yeah, I thought you were gonna say you're gonna have a kid. No, no, yeah. no. I've been uh. Basically, on Poon sabbatical too. It's been weird, but uh, <laughs> me right. too. Not by choice, though. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, <laughs> but so, uh, so back to wrestling. Right. Uh, since we were already discussing it, we did get a question of how different has it been booking this year's Mania show in Tampa as opposed to last year's in Jersey City. Oh God, you guys just want to keep me stressed out here, huh? Yeah, what the fuck. Well, you don't. Have to. You can pass. <laughs> yeah, you can say well, pass. It's difficult because. I just can't find that one thing that I think the show needs. Sure. You know? And I also maybe stupidly did not think there would be so much competition during our time slot. So I'm a little behind the eight ball on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because I thought, let's see. My approach was, here's a shell. Let's see how things start playing out and who's going to be announced and let's maneuver things around. And then there's like six different things going on now. And, you know, like people that I had booked are already booking themselves to do double shots at the same time slot. And it's just like, you know, like now it's like everything's fucked up, you know? So now it's like, do I even want to book these people that are doing the time slots or doing the double shots? Because that was such a fucking hassle last year. Well, it was, but maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I got to think Tampa's a little bit easier to get around than Every, yeah, than everything New is Jersey. much closer. So they say, but I don't. I never been there, so I don't know. I've only been there once, but I mean, I know New York and New Jersey are impossible to get. Yeah. Around. So, so what's what what takes precedent in your mind? Is it I have to book something great? Because we got to sell a lot of tickets, or do you throw your hands up and go, "We ain't selling a lot of tickets, so I'm not going to book anybody great"? Well, that is the question. Uh, I want to book. I want to stick. Like, I don't want an all-star game. I want to book as mon- many AIW people well, as I can. We always do that, but there's always a couple things, you know, that 
that to pull people in, but it's like, are you going to just throw your hands up and go, well, fuck it, I'm not even going to try because... Oh, I'm not, I mean, I have not thrown my hands up yet. I'm trying every day, and I'm sending some really off-the-wall, long-shot emails out that are probably not going to pan out. But I do, I do have faith. I mean, but there are days where I just wake up, and, like, I've had, like, what I would attribute to writer's block for, like, all of December, I was just like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, what the fuck? You know, like, what are we going to do? And then it's just like, boom, boom, boom. All these other shows get announced at the time. So it's like, it's kind of like piling on to where it's like, how do I dig myself out? And I'm worrying about this thing and this thing. And, oh, my God, the Airbnbs are going to cost like 5000 bucks. Uh, you know, like, not to mention the regular expenses just to do the show. So it's like the expenses which is why I didn't want to do it to begin with. And I got kind of talked into it. I did not think that so many shows were going to pop up. And then it's like, you're seeing the same kind of people on every single show, you know? So it's like, well, if you're one of those guys or girls that are on every show, I I'm kind of trying to at this point, take you off the board, you know, because you could be seen 10 other times throughout Unless the weekend. Maybe there's like someone you could match them up with that. They're not going to, well, that's exactly, that's the thing, but it's like, it has to be the right situation. So it's like, if you guys want to talk about obsessive compulsive, like I have like an A, B, C, D and E card and none of it is for sure. None of it is set in stone. And it's like, some of it, it's like, Oh, this could happen. If B on match six does not happen. It's like it, I'm driving myself insane, honestly, doing it this year. Um, so it's becoming a Venn diagram. It is. Where you're just trying I mean, to, trying to when cover we get, the whole it's, show. It's more like trying the, to pull, they'll put a show in one when, circle. It's, it's more like the detective boards where you got all yeah, the pictures. It's like so many Char- suspects. Charlie Day gif yeah. where he's got all the things. <laughs> when, yeah, when, exactly. when we stop podcasting, I'll show you the notes on my phone. It's it's all over the place. But no, I'm not, gi- I'm not giving up and saying like the hell with it. Like, I still want to. I still think we're going to put on one of the best shows. It's just a matter of what I, I need. Some stuff to start falling into place, or I need to start kind of saying like "fuck it" and go way outside the box uh, on some stuff. You know, like it, I do have faith in our crew. Um, we pulled it off last year. I think we're going to pull it off even better this year. Now, that, now that we have experience but going back to what i was saying earlier like i just for whatever reason i can't just be like this match versus like this guy versus this guy's happening for the title on in tampa like we have like three or three or four shows i think before yeah we go to tampa you know what i mean it's like we have to I have to do at least some sort of booking, even if it's just like you're seeing on the seventh. Like we're taking six guys that won in December and they're all fighting for a title shot. All six of those guys won in December. Same thing, you know, tag for the tag titles. We're taking, we're taking four good contenders and we're putting them in a match. And it's just like, then, you know, we could at least have some sort of story and, you know, I don't know how many regular AIW fans are coming. I don't know if that's the wrong approach, but for my just sanity, I need to try to make it make some sort of sense. Well, but the good thing about that too is even if the AIW fans 
can't go. Well, they're going to buy it. They can buy and it. And it's going to make sense to them. They can buy it on Fight TV that's, and that's, still, yeah. That's the payoff for that. Right. That all your regular fans, then when you come back and we run an, our next show up here, it'll all Whether make sense. There, but, you know, the, obviously the plan is, is, you know, you want that place packed like it was last year. Well, yeah. Sure. And, you know, we have a very good lead in with Bloodsport. You know, that's going to be packed. Uh, the hope is, and I'll, I'll say this, our individual tickets are slow, but the, the collective ticket packages have doubled what they were last year already. So, you know, that is that is a different, you know, that's different. But a lot of that is general admission, you know what I mean? So it's, if I could get four or 500 people, I will be ecstatic at that number. Um, you know, with the ticket packages, it's not that unrealistic, but I kind of look at that as like but as, the bonus, you know. I'm, as 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 we were saying, you're going to get way way more streams than you did last year. I would I would assume. I would I would say that we had probably we had a fucking shit fuck like shit fuck ton of streams last year. But you're going to get all the people that we around had, here that aren't going. That we had a, we had a lot more people there last a, year. There than was what a lot I think of our this fans year. that went to New Jersey. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I think so. It's just it you know it's stressful um, because you know like you want to stay true to AIW, but then you're looking at forty plus other shows you're competing with. Sure. In this, you know, people say, "Oh, you know, there's hundred thousand fans on there," but like. How many of them give a shit about indie wrestling? You know, it's it ain't. Well, there's it, a lot of them, or there wouldn't be six shows running Thursday night at midnight. But that's the thing: is are people just doing it, thinking that they're gonna be there? You know, like I don't, I don't necessarily think that there's that many fans to go around for the independent shows. Because also, this is down. What fucking theme parks and shit are near Tampa? No, nah, so, just Bush Gardens. Yeah, Bush, oh, Gardens. Bush Gardens. All yeah. right, so it's not like fucking Dis- have like a million other things. Yeah, Disney's like an hour. Is that away. Six Flags? Isn't there a Six Flags down there? Is that Bush Gardens? Bush Gardens. I know there's I a Bush Gardens. There's Six Flags. Over I think Tampa? there was at one point. Yeah, I don't I know if there still is. I don't know. I only well, know Tampa that Bay is a piece of shit, but I only know that because like trying to book Airbnbs, there's like oh this one's you know this far from Bush Gardens, um, but you know and and it's just like. I have ideas, I have offers out, but it's like some people aren't getting back to me or, you know, this idea I had, I found out somebody else has booked already. So it's like, you don't want to do it twice or you don't want to book this, you know, attraction guy four times in the same building. You know what I mean? Because it just gets watered down at that point. You have diminishing returns. Let me ask you this. Uh, It's going to maybe put you in a weird spot, but... John Thornton, always candid. Do, is it is it tough for you to see some of the guys that have really made AIW a home, and this is where they really grew, now go on to other promotions and people are starting to pay attention to them there? And so when somebody sees them, let's say a Matt Justice, for example, and he's, he's starting to pop up in a GCW more, and people are associating him with that, do you think that is there a little bit of a struggle with you for that where you wish people would recognize more so like, hey, this is kind of the home brand and Tampa is your opportunity to see it. If you're never coming to Cleveland, this is where these guys made their name. Uh, well, I mean, there's uh, there's pluses and minuses to that. You know, obviously, you know, obviously GCW is coordinating 
the collective for the right. most part. So you know, All right. They're a great you're partner. going to have you're going to have a lot of people that follow things that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it disappointing that maybe people would be like, oh, that's just like the guy that's in you know the whatever match at a GCW show and he's the headliner at this show? Maybe that has an impact. I don't know. You know what I mean? You, you don't know. Like, are people going to be like, oh, like that's just a mid card indie guy or whatever? You know what I mean? Or like a or like a it's, like a Dan like a Danhausen for example. It's a double edged sword because I feel like in regard to your like, oh, that's their hometown deal. Because I I feel like fans there's like are like less and less like historically minded of like recent history. Yeah, I, I don't than they've ever been. Yeah, I mean, like there are fans that have got into sh- got into like wrestling like five years ago that like you like try to talk to them about like 2010 2011 chikara and it's like nothing there but to to what you were saying i don't think people look and to run with your example i don't think people look at matt justice and go oh he's in the third match on gcw and he's a double champion in aiw so that means aiw isn't as good i don't think people look at wrestling that way anymore. No, no, I'm not thinking... I think I, they just want to be entertained and watch dudes do stupid shit. Yeah, so and that's also so much easier than him. to fucking so not, watch it now. Not so much that, but... Like, like I was saying, like Danhausen. like Danhausen, for example, like, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I don't even want to book Danhausen because he, he's already on, like, something like 10 or 11 shows. And it's and like... he has his own show. And he has his own show dedicated to him. And, you know, so this, same thing, like, and same thing kind of with AJ Gray. Like, you know, these guys are AIW guys, but they're also kind of on the bubble because in and getting on the AW lineup and it's no offense to them, but it's like in that environment, they are viewed differently. You know what I mean? So like, and I feel like a guy say, for example, that has his own show going on right. is going to market that harder than any of well, his. And rightfully so. Uh, right. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, do you want to go see Dan Housen at AW or do you want to go to Dan Housen? Vania or what, whatever it's called on Saturday night, you know what I mean? Wrestlevania. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I struggle. I'm struggling with that. It's just like, not so much like the guys that are doing GCW or whatever, but it's more like, okay, like Danhausen's been around for years. I don't think people realize that. You know what I mean? So this is what I'm saying. It, in is basically because Tampa is a great point where all of that comes together right now you see all of these guys in different places popping up whether it's dan and aj matt justice uh you know everybody's getting different opportunities but there's you know it's mance warner tom lawler is even getting doing more and more dom getting doing more and more and people are discovering them in different ways but there's just something about when it all comes together on one show at AIW. And to me, that's like it becomes almost frustrating. It's like, all right, well, people can say, well, I'm going to go to this show because I can see that guy there. So I'm not really going to go see AIW. But there's something special about all of that, you well, know, that, all that, that coming together because that that's, that's what's made that the comes brand. Down to how you use them and sure. how you present them. And also, yeah, just marketing going into the thing. Yeah, and like that's why I said there's an A, there's a B, there's a C, there's a D, there's an E lineup right now. And it's like it's no offense to these guys. Like, you know, even uh, I talked to Danhausen in December and, you know, he's like, I can't do this date, I can't do this date, I can't do this date because, you know, I got uh, a West a West Coast loop booked on th- this day through this day. So it's like, you know, he had to pull off like AIW dates, which I understand he's making his money, you know, he's not right. making his big paydays in AIW. 
Um, but it's just kind of like it, it kind of comes with the territory of giving guys a platform and they reach a certain extent. And then it's kind of like they're off into the world, like go come full circle, go back to Ethan page. Like right. Ethan page was a guy that AIW was like one of his only bookings for at one point, you know? And, uh, you know, now it's impossible to book him because, you know, I'm not going to say like, Hey, like come in and, for less and they know that I'm not also not going to pay what that new astronomical fee is. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's kind of like a stalemate with some talents. Just that's just kind of how it goes business wise. Yeah. And you know, if AIW does usually draw well, but our ticket prices compared to some of these other independents where these guys are going are extremely low, you know, like, uh, a lot of indies are, you know, going fifty to to the hundred plus for front rows these and, days. And our main crowd can't necessarily afford. Well, that, so no, absolutely we not. This is a different area. So, so it's like it just comes down to business. To where it's like, you know, like an Ethan Page, like, hey man, like these are the dates I have. Let me know what you can do. And you know that's kind of how it happens with these guys that kind of blow up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, or, you know, like the same thing with Dan House. And it's like, he's like, I want to do as many AIW shows as I can. And I was like, I understand that, but you also have to go make your money. Yeah. He quit his job. You know, he, he quit right. his job. He's got, to, he's got to make that money. Does it make it that much? Uh, is it is it that much of a bigger deal to you then when a guy like Kevin Owens is on anything WWE and he's talking AIW and, you know what I mean? And, and putting. Just putting that name out there? I mean, it's definitely appreciated. You know, I, I do think that AIW does not get the props within the industry. Maybe I feel it deserves. Yeah. Uh, but it, that's also, you know, I'm living in a bubble of AIW as well. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm not watching a lot of other shows. I'm not, yeah. you know, AIW is my life. So, of course, I feel that it is better than everything. Yeah. But uh, that's probably not necessarily true but that's how i feel because you have to believe in what you're presenting um so uh, to go to the kevin owens thing i'll be blatantly honest i understand that he said something but i know it always involves biggins and i can't watch that stuff yeah you know so like i did not watch what he said people told me what he said but just from where i'm at and like how close that is I, I can't watch that stuff because then that takes me totally out of like sure everything you know and like it, it sounds bad but I have to I have to do what I can to keep the train moving and like I can't no it makes watch that sense. stuff that's gonna be disappointing and then you know <clears throat> risk getting into like a funk and it's but it is very appreciative that he is more than anybody champions AIW on such a a big stage um, when he had in the grand scheme of things so little to do with it compared to other people yeah. um, that is like what makes you kind of realize who the good guys are and who the good girls are you know what I mean like yeah. um, there's a lot more there's a lot more people that could be championing at championing Championing, I can't say it. Championing, championing AIW, but they aren't, 
And, you know, that's not a bitter thing for me or whatever. It's just facts. Like, we've worked with a lot of people. But is that a ne- that's unnecessary thing? So, two necessary things to me, and, and you know, elaborate or, or correct it how you will. Two necessary things to me to keep AIW or brands like AIW going. One, replenishing the talent as you're doing with the school. And two, something that maybe doesn't happen enough are more people like Kevin Owens or somebody in that platform. Or take, for example, when somebody asked something about Seth Rollins and Johnny, Gar- Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins said, that happened in AIW once. Yeah, I mean... Things, things like that, things like that are necessary things like that help these brands But you can't fucking depend strong. on that shit to happen. Yeah, no. We, no, we, but, no the tra- like I said, the train has to keep moving. Yeah. But I do feel that if m- more people did it over the years, especially now, mm-hmm. it would help raise awareness to where we're at. But like Worldwide said, I can't count on that. Sure. So it's like I have to figure it's a out. Bonus. How, yeah, it's like it's bonus. I have to figure out how to keep it going. And like you said, turnover I feel on talent is great, and that is why you know like some guys just go away for a while, for better or worse. Like you know, like the AEW thing. Like everyone's like, when's this guy coming back? When's this guy coming back? Guys, they just left. You know what yeah. I mean? It hasn't it hasn't even been six months right. for some of these guys. Like we have, uh, it's it's a constant revolving door. You know, it's just like okay, like Joey Janela could help AIW quite a bit. Absolutely, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's like when you put Joey Janela on, somebody's got to go. Sure. You know, it's just like it, that's what, one thing that people don't think about either. It's like, well, who co- who stays? Who goes? Like, well, I mean, we haven't been able to. Case in point, we haven't been able to, to book the fuckets in forever right. because the tag team division and it's is just so loaded right now. And it and, and it, it, it that has guys, nothing and nothing to so do much. with like nothing to do with them. It's nothing. just yeah. It's just a matter of like they come in for a little bit and then they go. They have to go away because you know now you got the Bitcoin boys and now you got all these other teams and you know like uh, I I've said it a million times. I have an obligation to try to do things with these students for better yeah. over you know and then. We also have all this talent that is just traveling in every show in hopes of getting a dark match now. Right. Yeah, we do have, and I don't know if that happens everywhere, but there's, I mean, we have, we didn't used to have dark matches, and now it seems like now we, there's like 15 guys two, that show up and they're dark like, hey, matches on every show, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. And and they're all nice guys, and they all, you know, and they're all very talented you'd guys. Love, you'd love to have five yeah. dark matches so yeah. they can all have an opportunity, but that's that can't be. And it's like, you know, look, in, you know, we, we started incorporating new guys like CPA, VSK, Bear, Bear Country. Country. Yeah. Um, you know, people like fresh talent, I think. Sure. But they also like the they also like the old talent, too. People yeah. like everything. It's just like anything else. Pe- people like to be to have more of stuff than they know that they need. Yeah. And you can't have a 15 match card on every show when every show you're going to stream and you got to get out of there in three hours so or to, what, whatever it is. You which know? actually, this this will bring everything full circle. As we started talking about people needing to buy tickets to come to the show on February 7th and some of uh, the disgruntled things that John Thorne was saying was that, you know, we have people who want us to have shows each and every week. Yes, we have the talent depth that we probably could do that, but case in point, once again, we need you to consistently buy tickets, and we are still a promotion where that is but if, a concern. If we did that, if we did that, they wouldn't be the same shows that we have now. They'd yes. be student shows. They'd be low budget shows. They'd be 
whatever. You know? And I think there's a place for that. And, and I, it's, yeah, it's fine. I you do. Find I, it, something that works. I do want to. I'm trying to find ways to do more stuff like that. Yeah, but the main shows at the Odeon, at the place that costs us money to rent, where we try to feature the top tippy top tier of the talent. Yeah, that has to sell tickets. Right. Um, and if it doesn't, then I can't take the risk on the. Hey, we're doing a show. All students, all locals. Yeah, like let's see what happens. Uh, you can't it, take so a lot of people liked the mystery. Can't take a risk booking. on that if we're not selling can't tickets. Do can't do that. You know, and like if yeah. Joey Janelle, let, let's be honest. Like everyone that's listening, like seriously, look in the mirror and ask yourself this question: If Joey Janela versus Alex Shelley and Joey Janelle's final final AIW match was not announced, would you have come and risked that? I don't think a lot of people would have. Right. And that's why we never did it before because, you know, people want to know everything in advance. Like, they want to know every single match. Some people get mad when there's the extra match on there because they yeah. didn't know about it. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's it's so hard to juggle. Um, I was going to, I had like a, I had a point that I was going to say when we were trying to, when you're saying you're tying it all together, and you know now I've just totally forgot what it was. Well, let's let's end on uh, a, a fun one for you then. Here, uh, this question posed. Oh, on Twitter. I know what I was going to say. Hold on, before before we go on, I will say the advantage I think of independent wrestling TV yeah. is it will give AIW somewhat of a level playing field with some of the other companies to say like for people to realize like hey this isn't bad okay. you know like i'm not saying we're comparable or whatever but there are some people that are just like i'm not watching that it's you know like people have preconceived notions for whatever it is i think live streams to new fans on independent wrestling tv can definitely help raise our profile and people can see that we run an efficient show you know we time things like yeah Everyone's got an ear. We do now. You know, like (laughs) things are very, very tight. And I think that that is a benefit of the independent wrestling TV streams. And like I've said before, we are going to continue some stuff on fight, but we're kind of using these. We're kind of using February 7th as a prime example of like, hopefully we're going to appeal to people that are going to Tampa, you know, because that service has far more subscribers than we would probably sell to on a fight stream. And and the hope I think there then is you look at, you know, case in point, the guys that are all vying for the uh, title opportunity in Tampa in that six man, people can tune into that and be like, oh my God, I watch this guy in this promotion on IWTV and I watch this guy in this promotion and I watch him in this promotion and, and hopefully they see like all of those guys are on AIW. Right. I had no idea. And so, you know, that's that's our hope with that. Well, let's end with a, a fun one for you, John. This question posed uh, on Twitter by at uh, Rich Homie Juice. And uh, he wants to know the worst Twitter account on the AIW roster. PB Smooth. Easy. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> on what basis? No, no, he, nothing he tweets does anything <laughs> to, like progress his career it's just like nonsense i think that's uh i can't relate to that i think that's a stance that he is he has taken as of late is that he just wants to have twitter be twitter and just be it's nonsense he's just living his life man. yeah yeah i think that i he, still don't understand the chapstick thing i think he's taking a step back and he's like that's ah, what i have fun weird. with twitter 
I mean, it all makes sense in PB's head, man. How much man. is he selling the chapstick for? I don't know. A dollar, I think. He's moving them, though. Is I he? Mean, from what yeah, I gather. Like, yeah, from what I gather, yeah, they move. Them. They move. Look at this. The wheels are turning over here. Well, no, no. I mean, I have a shitty fucking Cleveland brand thing of fucking chapstick in my fucking fanny pack right now, but that's like 99 cents at the gas station. Yeah, I think PB's so only. I mean, I think only sells them for like a dollar. I think only sells them for a dollar. How the fuck is he getting? The guy? I don't think he's getting five dollars for. I don't think he's, he's getting he's five. Them. Yeah, I think I think selling them for. They're moving. There's multiple. There's multiple people within the industry that think and agree that PB Smooth has the worst Twitter account in all of professional wrestling. Wow. Wow. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. But I don't feel so bad now. I'll get some DMs from some certain certain contracted. Uh, I think I think this. PB Smooth has the worst Twitter account in all of AIW for sure. <laughs> That's a weight off my shoulders. Poor PB. You have well, the worst. Least- you have the worst Instagram. What the fuck is yeah, my you, fucking you, Instagram? You have the most confusing Twitter account of, of anyone. Your Instagram stories uh, when you're not on a sauce sabbatical are insane. See what you. I've been sober the, for like a week. I mean, have they been fucking where they've been? At? I'm saying. The I'm saying thing, the important. I stopped pissing on the gram. I'm so saying. That's I'm saying the Jesus. body of the complete body of work on your Instagram. Hold on. The important thing here is you've managed to with with Thorn being able to bust on PB Smooth there as we wrap up. Yeah. He stepped off the ledge. He's un. He's taken the the the, the rope off the beam momentarily. Uh, it looks for, like, for the lack of ticket sales, and he's smiling a little bit. Yep. And, and so that's, and as that's we end this, uh, maybe you've seen on Instagram or Twitter, there will be new AIW merchandise on February seventh. New or old? Are uh, those old shirts? New? Or are they brand new? Old design. Old is new. Old design, though, right? Old traditional logo. Yeah. New shirts. Okay. Old design. And apparently, we have three X's. As as somebody complained, we wouldn't have, and there's all sorts of three X's. I don't there know. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, three X always got to make one five X, one four X, a few three X's. Eric Ryan, uh, yeah. some guy was like, "Oh, they probably have me three X's." And Eric Ryan took a picture, and there was a, a host of three X's provided by our there was wonderful more X's than on original Twitter. Our wonderful friends at JPEG Custom Screen Printing and Embroidery, which uh, yeah, Eric, brand new printing sponsor. Yeah, so. Uh, we got all sorts of we got uh, softball style T-shirts coming, three-quarter tee, as yeah. Well, those are gonna be sweet. And to close uh, for uh, myself, I just want to say, are I we getting are we getting Tampa tanks for uh, for Tampa? <laughs> it depends on how my cardio sessions go the next all couple right. months. All right, uh, but uh, again. so we'll 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 just end on this. Um, some things I talked about with Eric about the merchandise. We're gonna do like short runs of like maybe there's only three available of this certain color scheme, and once those are gone, they're gone, they're gone. until however however long from you now. Going to Walt Disney on us? We're trying. They're going, they're going yeah. to the vault. Going to the vault, they're gone, baby. They're gone. Yep. Right vault. next to right next to our copy of Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. So that is another incentive for all you ghouls that want to be merch. Like as of now we're not going to do anything online it's only going to be at the live show so either you or you have to send somebody to the show to get it for you buy tickets um, come to the shows we're yeah. we're working on all sorts of crazy stuff you know some people saw like there's a purple shirt available like everybody wants the purple shirt i think there's only two baseball tees you know baseball tees three quarter tees uh, i would like that i would like there's a, a there's a turquoise one I tell that you, long I tell you what I want. Uh, here's one for you. i want i want a button up baseball you want jersey jersey Ooh. That you that buttons like down the front. Like, well, just but say, it's a, but it's a t-shirt. But you know, like a baseball shirt. Yeah. You just say, will it be like personalized and have the Duke on the back. Well, I might do that when I buy it, but it just said you know AIW on the front. And your number will be money signs. Duke. Uh, 
I'm petitioning for some Alpha Beta Duke t-shirts. Can we get that throwback? We don't know where the we design don't have is. The logo. We need the design. Yeah. It's being held I hostage. See, I have to see if I, I don't know if I have a shirt still. If I have a shirt, uh, yeah. It's being held it's hostage by a rise prince. All right. Final thoughts here? Uh, I apologize for recycling that joke earlier. I'm going to do better on the podcast, you guys. I'm going to do better. I'm going to have a sharper mind in 2020. 2020 vision worldwide. (laughs) All right. There you go. All right. That's it, guys. Yep. For worldwide. Buy tickets. Buy tickets. Buy tickets. Buy tickets. For John Thorne. Take the wide. My name's Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week right here on The Card is Going to Change. (coughs) 